As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome again to another edition of Second Chance Coaching. As always, it is my pleasure to join you on another week of your reentry journey from whichever corner of the world you're listening from. We always remain humble and excited that you've decided to spend a part of your week with us. Um, wanted to share with you guys just a quick uh, programming note for those of you who listen to our podcast on Google Podcasts. So giving you the heads up <laughs> very, very early after April 2nd. 2024 um, podcast will no longer be available on Google Podcast, and we'll be exporting anybody who subscribes to this podcast on Google Podcast to YouTube Music, which you could also listen, which you could also listen to this podcast on YouTube Music. And right now, even though Google Podcast don't won't expire till April 2nd of 2024, you could also listen to Second Chance Coaching on YouTube Music right now. So. Now that we got that out of the way, you know, as I'm recording this podcast on the day that I'm recording this podcast, I'm preparing for my second trip during this holiday break as I'll be going to New Orleans to see my daughter, my son-in-law, and of course, the absolute main event, my granddaughter. By the time this podcast premieres on Wednesday, uh, December 27th, we'll be in the season of Kwanzaa and everyone has already has would have already celebrated Christmas, and it's my hope that you and yours had a blessed and Merry Christmas, and of course, all the Santas in your life left you lots of love and lots of goodies under the tree. But um, going back to the day in which I'm recording, the day that I'm recording today, I'm recording this on Saturday, December 23rd, today is actually my birthday, and I've reached the tender young age of 52 years old. You know, there's so much excitement up until this point uh, there's been so much excitement in my life up until this point of 52, and I'm looking forward to more blessings, more excitement, and more shared good times with loved ones, which is always the gift that keeps on giving. But the funny thing on my birthday, the funny thing is on this particular birthday, this week leading up to my birthday, I was thinking of the Billy Crystal stand-up comedy special on HBO. I think, you know, well, HBO is called Max now. I think of his stand-up comedy special called 700 Sundays, which certainly during the holiday season, if you have a chance to look at it, I highly recommend it. You know, Billy Crystal focused um, on his early childhood in this in this stand-up com- uh, comedy special, 700 Sundays, 
and the title 700 Sundays refers to the number of Sundays he spent with his father in his lifetime before his father passed away when Crystal was only 15 years old. I loved particularly how at the end of the special, uh, Billy Crystal goes to the crowd, and I'm not saying this verbatim, but pretty much this is what he said. And he talked about his life and his childhood, the difficulties and the joys and everything. And he said if he had a chance to change the cards he, he was dealt in life, would he change out those cards and try to, you know, would he change out the cards he was dealt with all his joy and pain? Or would he keep those cards? I'm sorry. Would he keep those cards with all the joy and pain? Or would, would he try to trade up or deal with better on new cards? And in the special, Billy Crystal elects to keep his cards with all the joy and the pain that it comes with. And as I think of where my journey is at 52 years old, I too will take the cards I've been dealt with, with all the joy and pain that comes with it. Yes, it hurts to have lost both my parents and, and my son. But thank goodness I had the privilege of sharing love with them. They knew that I loved them, and I know that they loved me. Of course, we still love each other so from so very far away. Yes, there's the pain of prison, but now I have the passion and knowledge to live unapolog unapologetically in my advocacy and honestly help others as well and learn from others. You know, I'm able to help others and and, you know, I'm, I'm learning every single day on this reentry journey. So without having gone through that, I would not have had that passion and knowledge to, to fuel my advocacy. So over, but overall, my deck of cards that I've been dealt with in my life has the overall theme that has the overall theme that the thanks and the gratitude I have and that gratitude I have is thank God for redemption. Thank God for the comeback, and really thank God for second chances. The season of second chances never goes out of season, never goes out of style. And I thought that during my trip to New York City this past week. As I shared with you last week, I went to see a good friend of mine from high school who I've known for almost 40 years get married. And it was his second marriage. And I loved, loved, it just touched me so much. I loved seeing his three sons from his previous marriage stand for him and welcome their bonus mom into their family and circle of love. It was just, it was really a touching dynamic. And it's really a blessing to find that one person in your life to be blessed with, to share a life with, to share everything with. And now my good friend has now been able to find that a second time in his life. It's just absolutely beautiful. And during my short trip um, to New York City, in addition to go, going to his wedding, I prioritized to see one of my aunties who live in Brooklyn. Now, this auntie is my mother's only oldest sibling, as my auntie is the first uh, firstborn of eighteen that that my maternal grandparents had, and I and and I I think it's eighteen kids that they had, and I and my mother is the second oldest. So my auntie, I, who I saw, was the oldest, and my mother was the second oldest. We were born right after her. And this auntie means the absolute world to us. And when I say us, my sister and I, as she was with my sister and I when my mother passed away. And I have to say that my second chance dynamic, my second chance season, that reentry journey really started in her very in her very apartment in Brooklyn. You know, my work release assignment, I worked out I worked in Brooklyn. So it was convenient that before I would have to go back and on the days that I had to report back to the facility, 
I would stop by and have dinner at my auntie's house. And eating dinner with my aunt and my late uncle really brought a significant amount of normalcy to the beginning of my reentry journey. Because at that time, we just talked about anything. We talked about normal stuff. Nothing that was too crazy. Wasn't talking about the case. Wasn't talking about the requirements of work release. It was just having a normal conversation. And I really, not only did it help me succeed in my initial part, that really, really infant part, infancy part of my reentry journey, but I believe it really helped me and set me up for long-term reentry success. And having that opportunity to visit with her and talk with her and relive those memories and talk about where we've been and what we and and to just catch up was just was just such a blessing. And, you know, being in New York City overall, whether it was staying with my son's godparents and and when I was riding on the subway and on the Long Island Railroad and reflecting and absorbing the sounds of the New York City subway and just watching, you know, people watching and seeing how things have changed and how things really didn't change a lot. Um, even going and paying respects at the cemetery, you know, where my parents are buried, where my paternal grandparents are buried and my, my father's twin sister, my uncle, you know, the, a bunch of family members that are buried there. It just, you, you know, and having the opportunity to pray and reflect while I was there, it really made me think of my second chance season, something I live every single day, you know, and this is your second chance season, a, a season that you live every day. Like I said, a season that goes, that never goes out of style. But we particularly think about the second chance season as we're now at the end of the calendar year, you know, the holiday, the end of the calendar year, this holiday season, and in my case, my birthday is my personal new year, it really gives you and I an opportunity to really optimize our second chance in life, you know, in, 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 in so many areas of our lives, you know, it really gives us an, an examination of looking at our second chances. It gives us that, that additional opportunity to achieve your goals and dreams, as well as a chance to really write right some wrongs that you may have committed in the past or really optimize opportunities that you might have passed up on or, or inadvertently didn't take advantage of and make those corrections, you know, and doing better and optimizing your second chance doesn't mean that you'll do everything perfect. I mean, God knows I don't do everything perfect. I know you don't do everything perfect, but perfection is not really what we're looking for. You know, we're, we're not going to do that, but the second chance is really just the opportunity is just is just the opportunity to have that other that that additional opportunity to try to try to do better the second time around or the third time around or the fourth time around or the fifth time around you know we all we all make mistakes all of us do i make mistakes every day i was telling that to somebody who was talking to me about you know, how come this person did this? They were talking to me about someone else. And I said, you know what? They can make their mistakes. Let them have the opportunity to make their mistakes. And in all of us making mistakes, you know, we all deserve that second chance to make things right, to make that second chance season active, to make that second chance season, you know, to ignite it. It never, the second chance season never goes out of style. It never stops for opportunity to right wrongs, to optimize chances to make the connections and make the, and to correct the disconnects. You know, I was looking at, um, on a website, minimalismmadesimple.com. You know, we talked about minimalism a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of times people think to yourself, man, I know we talk about second chances, but 
How do I get to that second chance? Sometimes the biggest obstacle in me getting that second chance is myself, is, is, is me being in my own way. I've said that to myself. I'm quite sure sometimes you guys have said it to yourselves. And minimalismmadesimple.com, which is a great website for so many different things, so I would definitely recommend that, talks about 10 ways to really say, how do we lock in to get and, and proactively seek that second chance in our lives? And because, like I said, everyone makes mistakes, but let's, let's see if we could make that, make that second chance and deserve that second chance together uh, on how to make things right and disconnect speaking of second chances you hear you keep hearing that those chimes someone is definitely doing a lot of walking (laughs) in front of my door today but anyway let's get back to the 10 ways to get that second chance in your life the number one thing that you want to do in, in in optimizing that second chance in your life number one is to forgive yourself forgive yourself forgive and learn from the mistakes that you've made but if you don't forgive yourself you're going to stay stuck. You're not going to be able to really ignite and open up the door to that second chance. Number two, you know, apologize to those you've hurt. You know, there's nothing wrong in trying to repair relationships and rebuilding trust with those you might have hurt along the way or have disappointed along the way. So apologize to those you've hurt. Number three, in connection with number two, reach out to others. Reach out to others for support. Reach out to others for, for wisdom, for mentorship, for guidance. That's, that's, there's nothing wrong with copying the formula for success. You don't have to be the one that invents that particular formula. Number four, learn from your mistakes. Tell that to my students all the time. The second chance season for students is going to start in a few weeks when we start our new semester. And, I, and, and learn from your mistakes. I always tell them you learn more from the mistakes you've made. And I tell them I learn more from the mistakes I've made than the degrees I've earned. Number five, make a plan. What do you want to do with this second chance? What do you want to do with this second chance in your hand? What is it that you want to do long term? What is it that you want to do short term? Number six, make those positive changes. You know, right now we're at the we're in the second chance season. We're at the end. We're at the end of the calendar year. We're at the holiday season where. Now that Christmas is over, now we're starting to think about what are we going to do for New Year's resolutions? Or like I like to say, how are we going to re-engineer ourselves for the new year? So make those positive changes. Start doing that now. I always say that maybe you should have started doing that in October. I start to try to do it in October so I could build that momentum into the new year. So make those positive changes. Number seven, be patient. The two hardest things that, that we have with ourselves is number one, the first, what we talked about first, to forgive ourselves. It's hard to forgive ourselves, but also, too, it's, all, it's also hard to be patient with ourselves. As the old saying goes, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither will you. You won't be built in a day either. Rome wasn't built in a day, neither will you. So be patient. Along the way, let's go to number eight. Discover your true purpose. What is it that you're really good at? As I told students when I would sit there with advising them, when I would advise them, whether it be for classes or career counseling, I would, I always would tell them, what would you do or what excites you so much that, that, that you would want to get paid for, but you would do it for free? That someone, that you'd be so excited and so passionate about doing something, someone doesn't even have to pay you, you would do it for free. That's how you lock into discovering what your true purpose is. Number nine, Journal and make a list every day of things you're grateful for. 
there's always something to be grateful for. I was having this conversation with somebody just yesterday that gratitude is so very important. And even if it's the old school way of just whipping out the notebook and writing it down, I make a list of things that I'm grateful for every single day. And then the last thing, number 10, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. The second chance season is always open for business, but you got to believe in yourself. And, you know, besides forgiving yourself and being patient, that's probably another hard thing for, for you to do is to believe in yourself. But you got through this holiday season. You got through another holiday season. You almost finished. You know, we're, we're now embarking on our new year, on our new calendar year. So continue to sit there and, 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 and continue to plug at it. Continue to keep doing well. And continue to sit there and make sure that you look out for that second chance. Because that second chance season is always there. There's never an off season in second chance seasons. The minute you want to ignite your second chance, that's where it starts. But like I said, I hope you continue to enjoy the season of Kwanzaa. Hope you had a, you and yours had a wonderful Christmas. And as you prepare for the new year, remember, your second chance is coming up. Matter of fact, there's second chances right now. Right now, your second chance is going on. And, you, and I know you'll take full advantage of it. As always, I want to certainly thank you for always sharing your time with me. Thank you for continuing to spread second chance coaching to your friends, family, and loved ones. We see you, uh, our folks in Germany. We see you, our folks in uh, Israel. We see you, our folks in Puerto Rico, um, United Kingdom. Thank you for continuing to support and spread the Second Chance Coaching message to where you are. Um, this past week, of course, our three main states in which we, which we're listening, which we, which we got our most listenership this past week, was of course Florida was number one, but of course my. Uh, home state represented. So New York was number two and New Jersey was number three. So once again, continue to make sure your second chance season is active. It's right now and it's there for the taking. Thank you again, as always, for joining us. And I look forward to spending more time with you again next week. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.